discuss you. So at this time, atong ablihan na ito ang mga Bible, uban na ito ang kasing-kasing, upang minawan na ito ang pulong sa gino uh, sa pinagay kang Pastor Ingay. Pastor, please come and preach to us the Word of God. Please. Amen. Daga salamat Brother Jetro og uh, nice to see all of you. Karong gabi. <clears throat> and uh, to all of you that are watching in your home, may gabi tanan. Good evening. And we trust the Lord would continue to bless us tonight. Your Bible please in the book of Psalm 121. Um, I missed this point last Sunday morning due to the limited time and I want to for us to look at this tonight Psalm 121 there are eight verses here and we hope and pray that the Lord will bless his word tonight Psalm 121 kindly rise Please, as we give reverence to the Word of God, you can follow me through your eyes this evening in Psalm 121, verses 1 to 8. The psalmist says, I will leap up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve by going out and by coming in from this time forth, even forevermore. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for the word of God tonight. We never, we never cease, Lord, to find it a blessing to even read the Bible. Much more, dear Father, when we hear the, ex the uh, exposition of the word of God. When it is preached to us and it is digested in our ears into our soul. Tonight, anoint thy servant as he preaches thy word. I completely commit myself to thee. I yield myself to thee and all the services tonight for your blessing. Your heart, your hand to touch our lives tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Kindly be seated tonight. The message tonight is entitled, Trusting in God's Providence. Trusting in God's Providence. This is part of what we preached last Sunday, um, the, the, the need of looking up toward God, toward heaven. Psalm 121 is a psalm about trusting in God's providential care. Again, this is about trusting in God's providential care. 
It is a it is a trouble psalm. In fact, many families read this psalm out loud together, and uh, uh, before going to a trip, they would they would read Psalm 121. And uh, uh, devout Jews they recite precious uh, uh, this I mean some of these verses when they leave or they enter their homes. So before they leave and coming back, they would, they would quote some of these verses. They, they, it's a practice to them. They attach a small cylinder. Uh, <clears throat> they called it uh, mezuzah. M-E-Z-U-S-A-H. Mezuzah. And... Uh, uh, and then on that, it's a uh, like a frame, a small frame. They would put it on the door of their of their house, and uh, with it they 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 write some scriptures, like like uh, Deuteronomy six verses four to nine, Deuteronomy eleven verses thirteen to twenty one. They call it mesusa, nakapansak na silang ilang pultahan. Um, it's a small thing, it's a small frame with uh, Psalm 121, uh, uh, especially verse 5 and verse number 8. Now, um, um, and whenever they go or enter their home, they touch the mezuzah and they, they recite Psalm 21, 121, verse 5 and verse number 8. Now, I ask you this evening, do you have need right now? Do you have need right now? Then I say, this psalm is for you. This psalm is for you. Psalm 121 teaches us at least three, three particular truths about God's help and God's care for us. Number one, three things we learned tonight. Number one, the God who created the universe is our true source of help. The one who created the universe, actually, who the one the Bible calls the creator, is the source of our help tonight. Verse 1, then verse number 2. Psalm 121, verse number 1, and verse number 2. 121, verse Number one, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Thank God for that. My help cometh from the Lord. These are beautiful verses of scripture that have brought much comfort to God's people over the years. Psalm 121. These verses remind us of of trusting God, especially during this time of pandemic. There are great chapters that you can, you can always uh, find strength. In Psalm 91, it's a good chapter for, I believe that's the best chapter during this time of pandemic. Psalm 91. You can also go into Psalm uh, 46. Psalm 90. There are great psalms, songs about about this present pandemic. So these verses we are 
reminded tonight, they are telling us about God's care during this pandemic. Number one, the psalmist looked beyond the mountains to the God who created them. And his faith goes beyond as he looks into those hills and he finds himself going beyond those. And, and look at this please in, in Psalm 46 verse 1 where it says, Psalm 46 verse 1, God is our refuge and strength. We hide, we hide, we, we, we receive our security. Our assurance from God. He says, God is our refuge and strength of very present help. Immediately. If you need help, you call God. It's, it's more than 911 actually. You can call God and immediately the help is there. Even the Bible says, God says, even before you call, I have already answered. God knows what is taking place in our lives. And He's our, our present help in trouble. Psalm 90 verse number 2. Psalm 90 verse number 2. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, He says, Thou art God. So first of all, they encourage us to look beyond the mountains to the God who created them. These beautiful verses in our text tonight, they encourage us to go and look beyond those mountains and hills and see God. The hills are, are also upward in direction. And uh, we, you know what, we tend to look down when we're in trouble, right? We are tempted to look down our faces are cast down. Our focus in our trouble. And, and you know we put our focus in our troubles. And all our problems down here. They just tend to drag us down farther. But don't look down. Don't look down. That's wrong. That's wrong direction. The hills, the hills are a reminder that we are to look up. You must lift your eyes to look. At a mountain, really. But don't stop there. Don't stop there. You, you lift your eyes, your, your head. You look into the mountains. But I, I'm, I'm telling you tonight, please do not stop there. Do not stop there. You must look beyond the mountains to the God who created them. Because God is higher than all. That's the message of this, of this chapter tonight. Remember, these psalms were sung by travelers. This actually, a, they call it the psalm of ascents. And uh, the travelers, the, the sojourners, as they, they join the feast of the Passover, the feast of the Pentecost, three times every year, and, and feast of the tabernacle. And they were required, coming from other countries, to travel and, and join the festivities or the worship time in, in Jerusalem. So they go there. And as they travel, they are surrounded with mountains. You know, the city of Jerusalem was surrounded with mountains. And so they would sing this song, the song of Ascent. And uh, somebody has described that when, 
When Daniel prayed, he, he sang this song. The song of ascent. And it, it reminded Daniel of the security that God provides. It was David actually who wrote this. And so uh, they, they, the travelers sang there as the, on their way to Jerusalem. And it is possible they may have sung this psalm as they nearing they were nearing the, the hills and that the, the, the hills that surrounded Jerusalem. In that case, they were not only looking up at the mountains, but they would also have been looking up toward Jerusalem and they and the temple, the dwelling place of God. Psalm 90, verse number 2 again. Psalm 90, verse 2. Before the mountains were brought forth, forever thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting. This is a great song, Thou art God. You know what? This psalm is telling us tonight, this song, beautiful song, is telling us tonight, God is bigger than the mountains, and God is before the mountains. There are 15 chapters recorded as, as pilgrim songs. They were sung by the travelers as they, they see the city of Jerusalem, and they see the hills, the mountains, and they see the temple, they they would sing these songs, reminding them as they look into those mountains, God is, God is bigger than the mountains. And we don't, uh, um, you know, you, 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 you look at the mountains, they represent strength. Yes, we're reminded about God's strength. But the mountains get our eyes off, our, uh, as if we lift our eyes we get our eyes off of the mountains and our eyes upwards, they, they, they focus toward God, the God who helps us in our time of need. Do not stop. As you look into the mountains reminding you about God, do not stop. Do not stop looking at those mountains. Look beyond. The psalmist expects his help his help comes from the maker of heaven and the earth. Genesis 1.1 in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The Bible says in Jeremiah 10 verse number 12, He hath made the earth by his power. He hath established the world by his wisdom. He hath stretched out the heaven by his discretion, his wisdom. It was God who created them. In verse 1 in our text, Please, Psalm 121. Look at verse num number 1 again. Verse number 1. Psalm 100, 121, verse number 1. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. You see the psalmist in verse 1 asks, Where does my help come from? Where do I get help right now? From whence cometh my help, he says in verse 1. And in verse number 2, we get the answer. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Pagkanindot. He did not stop there, describing the Lord as the source of his help. And then he even went farther, describing the God who created. And when you try to understand the creation in itself. Ang creation palang dan, 
would tell you that somebody supernatural must have created all of these things. So which made heaven and their friend. We constantly face challenges in life. And we are reminded by the word of God right now. Where does your help come from? If you are a Bible believing Christian. You say without any hesitation. My help cometh from the Lord. My help cometh from the Lord. Which made heaven and earth. The God who created the universe. Number one is our true source of help. Verses one and two. Let's look into verse 3 to verse number 6. Secondly, verses 3 to 6, the God that, that protects us today is the very same God that protected Israel in the olden times. You know, we, we envy Israel. You look into the Old Testament, it's well, amazing how many wonderful things God has done to those people. Not only to them, but through them. Amazing thing as a chosen nation. We probably feel sometimes, mas maayo pa ni mga in a very special way. Miracles were done. And unto them were, were committed the oracles of God. The word of God was given to them. What, a, what an opportunity. But you know what? If you're a child of God tonight, we share the same privilege karong gabi. Because the God who the God who has protected his people in the Old Testament. And uh, that, that, that makes me somehow, that makes me uh, encouraged tonight to think that the God who called Abraham, the God who blessed Moses, the God who blessed Joseph, the God who blessed David, the God who blessed those great people in the Old Testament is the same God that I serve tonight. The same God that, that provided for them is the same God that provides for us tonight. We share equal, equal opportunity as far as God is concerned. As you look into this psalm, remember Christians, the God of Israel, if you're a child of God tonight, if you have known Jesus Christ as your Savior, Jesus Christ, you see, His, His Father is the God that they serve. We share the same privilege. God of Israel is our protector. These verses teach us that God is not only the creator of the world, but the protector of Israel, and He is our protector tonight as well. Masa may advantage sa kaudiyo sa tuwa karon. As Christians, unsa ba advantage ni Abraham ug sa ato karon? Unsa ba advantage sa mga children of Israel ug sa ato karon? Actually, the same. We have the same God who cares for us. Look at verse number three, please. In our text, look at verse number verse number three. It says, "He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber." Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your, is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. Underline the word die. 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 And according uh, to the Bible, makabisaya palang. 
Yung kaay, mas maayo pa sila. Ingon ang Bible, Oy, die. God is your God. Die, God. Amen? Mayan lang kawami ng Bible, Oy, doy. Die, ragisulti dire. Die, God. Die, God. Amen? He said, The Lord is die, keeper. The Lord is die, shade. Die, right hand. Thank God. Thank God. It's important to note the name of God that is used not only in this psalm but in all 15 of the psalm of ascent. They, they said there are, there are at least 7 steps or 15 steps towards the temple. And they would sing this song of ascent as they they take the steps going up. They would sing the songs. Song of Asset. Uh, these, these songs begin in Psalm 120 up to 134. Our pilgrim song, I mean, worshiper song. As they approach the city of Jerusalem and as they travel and as they go up, take more steps up into the temple. They were singing these songs. And uh, notice the word Lord. The name of God used here. In 15 chapters. In these 15 chapters. He's the Lord. And when you see the Lord. Capital L-O-R-D. Spelled out in, in uh, all capital letters. Like, like what we had here. The Hebrew word is Yahweh actually. Yahweh. Which is God's no, Yahweh is God's covenant name. It's a name that he attached to his people. Yes, he names himself. He's the Jehovah Jireh. He's the Jehovah Shammah. He's the Jehovah Shalom. He's our peace. And so the same name, Lord or Yahweh it is God's covenant name. It is a name that speaks of God's covenant relationship with His people and His faithfulness to them. You need peace. God is our Jehovah Shalom. And if you need provision, God is our Jehovah Jireh. And if you need security, God is our Jehovah Shammah. His name here, Lord, he's, he's attached to us. We're not alone. He's attached to us. The name Yahweh in the Old Testament pointed to God's covenant relationship with Israel. As believers in Christ, you're also in relationship with the Lord. You are part of God's covenant people and you can trust God's faithfulness tonight. And uh, you can trust his faithfulness because you are in Christ. When you, when you read the Old Testament and see how God uh, has watched over, watched out for Israel and took care of, of, of them, you can rest assured that he will do the same thing for you. Meaning to say every time you read the Old Testament, the amazing things God has done to those great people, 
you can claim it. You can claim it. Look at verse 3 to verse number 6. The key word in these verses, verses 3 to verse number 6. Verses 3 to 6. The key word is the word keep it. And uh, it can be translated uh, watches, keep it. It comes from the word, the Hebrew word shamar. And which means to watch over. It means to guard or to protect. Our God is watching over us. The word shows up uh, six in six, you know, verses eight, verses three to eight. You find the word keep it or keeper or preserve. He shall preserve thy going in and out. If you are in Christ, he will, um, he will keep you. He will preserve you. Yes, the Lord. The Lord keeps us. The Lord watches over us. Look at verse number 3. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee shall not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel. And then he says, verse 7. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and coming in from this time forth even forevermore. The Lord will preserve us. The Lord, Jamar. So remember, if you are in Christ, He will keep you. If you are in Christ, He will preserve you. And so, verses 3 to 6, the psalmist is telling us some of uh, the various, uh, various ways that God keeps us. Number one, you can claim this tonight. He will keep us. God will keep us from, and He will preserve us from any possible accidents. Bato ka ba nga pag Christian ka walay aksidente? Dili ka pwede nga maaksidente. Si pastor, si kwaan malagi namatay. Gibanggaan mo itong pison niya. Namatay malagi ito nga. Pastor pa ganito. Christian maka ito. Nabanggaan pison. Yan namatay malagi. Let me repeat that. Pag if you are Christian, walay aksidente nga mahitabo ni mo. Because nothing will happen to you Unless God allows it. Pag naay Christian nga mabangga ang pison sa naunsan accident, walay aksidente sa Christian. Amen? Settle that in your heart. Settle that. Number one, He will protect us. He will preserve us from all possible itawag nga accident. Psalm 37 verse 23-24 The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and He delighted in His way Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, but the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. There are no accidents for those who put their trust, their faith in Jesus. Remember that. Remember that. Psalm 91 verse 1, please. Psalm 91, look at verse number 1 to verse 11. Let us read all of these verses. He that dwelleth. In the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover thee with His, his feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His, tr- his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night. Nor for the arrow that flyeth by day, 
nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand, but it, but it shall not come nigh unto thee. Verse number 10. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. You believe mo na pa'y accident is a Christian? Wala'y accident is a Christian. Paul clearly said, he says in Romans 8.31, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who? Anything that happens to a child of God happens only if God permits. If God permits. I always believe on that. I always believe on that. God allows it. And if He allows it, sure, He must have a purpose behind it. Romans 8, 28 is always real. A child of God. To number one, God will protect us. He will keep us. He will preserve us from possible accidents. Number three, number two, look at verse three to verse number four. The God that that, that keeps us never slumbers nor sleeps. He never slumbers nor sleeps. Let us read verse 3, please, in Psalm, going back to Psalm 121, verses number 3 and 4. It said, He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. That is accident. And uh, that is, that's talking about accident. Thy Thy, he said, he that keepeth thee shall not slumber. And behold, he that keepeth thee, keepeth Israel, neither slumber nor sleep. You see, the God that keeps us never slumbers nor sleeps. Yes, it's great. In First Kings 17, you, you look into that please, <clears throat> this passage. First Kings 17 in First Kings, talking about Elisha. Elisha. And uh, look at this place. In, there was a contest, actually, <clears throat> because time is limited. A contest. He challenged the prophets of Baal. How many? 400. Plus the, the, the prophets of the grove, 450. 850, all in all. I am the only one here. On the Lord's side, I stand alone versus all of his false prophets. And so he said, uh, choose you your own, your, your, your share of the sacrifice. They began to cry out to Baal. From morning to noon time, afternoon time. And then he would mock them, the Bible says. Please call him out. Maybe he's sleeping right now. You know what he says? Basit na tulog. Alas, yagit mukmayo. Maybe your God is sleeping. Ano ba may tubag? Natulog niya gino. But our God never slumbers. No sleep. And Elijah has proven that before their eyes. When the time came for him to offer his sacrifice, the Bible says he began to repair the altar 
that was broken down and then he made a, uh, an altar for his sacrifice and then after that did he immediately pray for the fire from God? No. He said no. Uh, please get four barrels of water. Pour it on the sacrifice. And then uh, do it again the, the second time. Do it again the third time. Hangtod nga ang tubig nag-awas-awas dito sa sacrifice Elijah. And then he prayed. He prayed. And the fire came. Why? Because the God of Elijah neither slumbered nor slipped. And it's the same God. The same God that we serve today. Our God is always away. In 1 Kings 17, 27, He never sleeps on the watch. The Lord, not only the Lord will uh, keep us from any possible accident, the Lord never slumbers, no sleep. Look at verse 5. The Lord is close beside you. He's always close. He's near. Look at verse number 5. It says, The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. In, in, in ways and in parts you are vulnerable to attack, the Lord stands there to be your shield. God is, our always, our God is always awake and always present. God protects you from accidents, number one. God never slumbers, no sleep. And then thirdly, He's always close beside you. Look at verse number six, please. He protects you at all times. So, nagtumo na walay aksidente sa Christian. Ano man lagi to pastor na namatay man to naligsan lagpison. Remember, if God allowed it, God must have allowed it because He has a purpose behind it. Verse number 6, The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. God protects you from accidents. He never slumbers, nor sleep. He's close beside you. And then, fourthly, He protects you at all times. The travelers to Jerusalem face many dangers along the way. Sunstroke. Ang tawag na ito nagkaroon, heatstroke. Karoon nga panahon. Remember ha? Open space to ilaha. Wala kay kataguan dito. Disyerto to ilang ginalakwan. Heatstroke was a real danger during the day. And then there's also the moon. Uh, uh, moon was associated with Lunacy, and also called moon stroke. Kung nai heat stroke, nai moon stroke. And of course, there was also the danger of bandits and wild animals at night. There were dangers both day and night on the road. But verse number 6 assures us, verse number 6, The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. God shall preserve you. God shall preserve you. In Psalm 91 verse 5 and 6, Thou shalt not be afraid for terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Do not be afraid. You see, God is the true source. Our true source 
of help, a true source of security. The God that protected the children of Israel is the same God that will protect us tonight. You can claim it. I can say, you can close your eyes as you face some kind of danger in your life. You say, well, God of Abraham, God of Moses, God of Elijah, God of Elisha, God of Hezekiah, you are my God. There is no distinction. I mean, there is no difference, I mean, between, between you and them. We are the same. We stand on the same level if you're serving the Lord. And I mean it. I can close my eyes and pray, God, the God of Abraham. Can you imagine the God of Abraham? The amazing things he had done to this man. The God of the Israelites. The God of Israel that opened the, a highway on, on the Red Sea. The God that, that supplied his people with manna for 40 years in the wilderness. The God that protected Elijah. The God that protected Hezekiah. The God that preserved, has preserved uh, uh, Nehemiah. The God that has preserved Daniel, Shadrach, and Abednego. is the same God that I serve. There you said, is the God that you serve continually able to preserve you? I said, Amen. He's my God. He, yes, He's the God of the Israelites. He's the God of the Old Testament people. But He is my God. Number three, the Lord will keep us from all harm. Verse seven, verse number eight. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth. From this very hour. Until, until when? Forevermore. Forevermore. The Lord will keep us from all harm. And there shall... There are several things we, we learn from these verses. He will watch over us in every aspect of our lives. In all aspects of our lives. You see, look at all, all the things involved in your life. Isulat daw mga tanang aspeto na involved si Mungkinabuhi. Business. O sanak aspeto si Mungkinabuhi. Uh, family life. Unsa pa? Uh, if you're engaged in sport, sports. If you're engaged in swimming, then put swimming there. All aspects of your life. You need security. You need assurance in all aspects of your life. Basi lahi ang imong nature of work sa uban nga mga tao, but God will fill in in all aspects of our lives, He will protect us. If God be for us, who can be against us? Verse 7, The Lord shall preserve thee from all what? Evil. He shall preserve thy soul. Meaning your life. You see, 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 8-17. to I have made mention of this last Sunday. And now, look at this. If Mr. Elisha was surrounded by the Syrian armies, we do not know how many hundreds or thousands of soldiers that have surrounded him. 
during this time, you know what? He prayed to the, to the God of heaven. And he said, Lord, open the eyes of this young man who was so terrified that time. Open the eyes of this young man. I mean, when he prayed, he saw, when he opened his eyes, he saw uh, in those mountains, chariots of fire, angels. During this time of pandemic, our daily prayers should be, Lord, I pray that you will protect my family. It should be our prayer from all evil, from all harm, from sickness, and, uh, and, and you keep on praying, say, Lord, I pray for their spiritual growth of, of, of my children, spiritual growth and that, that they will get strengthened when, when they are facing some kind of temptations. May they have strong conviction against compromising their faith. You see, the uh, pandemic danger is just lurking around. It is looming around. And uh, it can come out anytime. And would bring you know, harm to us. Pandemic, the pandemic today could just you know, come out and inflict us harm. And God has promised that he will protect us. Remember this. God has promised that he will protect us. So remember that. Number one, the Lord shall preserve thee. He will watch over us. Number two, he watches over us in every transition of our lives. Look at verse number eight, please. The Lord shall preserve thy going out. You're going to fight. And coming in. That's what Mr. Caleb says. I am both ready to go out and to come in. Both to go to war. And have victory for sure. And come in. Well you are, you are facing your enemy. You are, you, you are facing your, your battle. There's a constant fight happening there. And when you win your battles, you come back with peace. Supposedly living in peace because the enemy somehow has been defeated. But there is a transition time between, between the, the time of, of, of a fierce battle of your life and the time of what supposedly be the time of peace in between. Is something difficult. And I have personal experience that Elijah was so strong. He faced the challenge against 850 prophets. False prophets of Baal and Astaroth. He won the battle. He won the battle. And after the battle, after God answered his prayer, he ordered, uh, he ordered for the killing of those 850 prophets. He was strong. Very strong. He somehow spent all his energy there. Somehow he got exhausted in between the fierce battle and what is supposedly peace for his life. Said so Elijah, you, you can now live at peace. There are no more big, you know, those people that, 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 
are teaching wrong doctrines in the nation of Israel. 850 leaders of the religion of idolatry, the religion of Baal, 800 are gone. You're supposed to live in peace, but in between. Mrs. Jezebel, somebody told him about the plan of Jezebel. And you know what happened? He ran for his life, requesting himself to die. When did it happen? It happened on the transition between the going out and the coming in. When he was supposed to enjoy his victory, that's the time. Tingala ko sa sa works again you know, pag nai revival anniversary daghang nga sayin during the week peting loya because somehow you have spent your energy you are totally exhausted and when you get exhausted stress will come out emotional stress will come out and then physical uh, stress would come out that will result into Spiritual defeat in your life. Kato kay Elijah, tinudanay na kito. Gather around here. The whole nation gather here. Ang emotion Elijah, grabe, nahurot niya tanan dito sa contest Mount Carmel. Pagkaugma, gamay lang na buto. Layas, Elijah. This is where you need to ask the Lord to protect you. Four kings came to Sodom and Gomorrah. They took all the people. They took all valuable things of Sodom and Gomorrah. Hasta mga pang lipsticks dito ni Sodom and Gomorrah. But something is including Lot. Somebody informed Abraham. Said, Sir, ang imong pagumangkon gidala sa mga hari dito. And so he armed his servants, born in his, not even 300 people, or more than 390 plus people. And then he pursued after them. Limang ka, upat kabuk, nasod. Ang iya 390 servants lang, untrained soldiers, untrained army. Because they were meant to serve Abraham. Pagpakaon siya mga hayop. Not, not, not trained to, to go to war. But God gave them victory. In between great victory, Abraham was supposed to live in peace. But somehow the devil came in, snicked into his mind, said, Abraham, bantay ka. Basig mo balik to, patay ka. You know, the mga Christians nga, ni backslide sa, huna-huna palang, patay na sila. And that's the time God came to Abraham. He said, Abraham, fear not, for I am thy exceeding reward. I am your shield. I am your shield. It was between victory and the period of peace that Elijah ran away. The transitional period, the transition period, time of his life. That is why David, the psalmist, said in Psalm 139 verses 1 to 3, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. 
thou understandest my thoughts afar off. You know, Lord, my down sitting when I go to bed and when I get up in the morning and go to war, fight the fight the battles of life. And you, Lord, in between those, grabe ni mong trabaho sa isakadlaw, gihurukti mo yung kusog, you go home, matulog ka, di makakatulog ni pasok si Monona ang makahadlok. Eh nakita ni mo ganihan yung kaoban sa opisina, gikarga sa ambulansya, talag sa nalang ginhawa o niya, gibutan ng oxygen kay na COVID. Lord, you're alive, you're well, you, had, you have had great days of work, you're supposed to, you're supposed to enjoy your sleep, pero di kakatulog. Why? Kita ni mo ito. Ala, kauban na ba na ako ito kahapon? Kikubid na. Tingnan na po ko ani. It is during the time, those times that you need to ask the Lord. Lord, thou knowest my down sitting and mine uprising. Thou, look at this, understand it. Thou understand it, my thought afar off. Bisag layo kay kagino. Pero you can read it. What's going on in my heart and my mind? The fear, the despair. Going on in my heart and my mind, you know, Lord. Thou compassest my path and my lying down and art acquainted with all my ways. You need to pray for God's grace. That's the time for God's mercy, for God's presence and His blessing. After a great victory, we need to let God control our emotions. After a great day work, we need to let God control our emotions, our health. It's usually after the experience of a long fight that our emotions would subside, our physical strength would get low, and we become overwhelmed physically, overwhelmed emotionally, which would affect our spirituality. That is why you pray for God's protection and God's preservation, not only in going out and coming in, but in between, you need God. You need God to preserve you. What a great promise is verse 8 for all of us tonight. What a great promise in verse number 8. It says, The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Yes, God is watching over you and He will continue to watch over you up to when? Forever. Psalm 100, as I close, 21, is a wonderful song that reminds us that life here on earth is a journey towards God, towards heaven. We need to totally commit our lives, our welfare, our safety to the hands of God, for He alone is capable of watching 
over us. In every aspect of life, He will protect us from all harm. Remember, there are no accidents for those who belong to God. And that means you do not need to worry to be, or to be afraid of anything. Why? Because nothing can happen to you without God's knowledge. Nothing can harm us. Nothing can harm you under His protective care. There are times we get sick. Worst thing happens to us. Let me say it again. Does it mean, Pastor and I, that we will never, will never experience harm, we will never experience pain, we will never experience accident? We still do. We get sick. Worst thing can happen to us, whether illness, loss, or even death. They also, they all can happen to us, God's people. But the big difference is nothing can happen to the child of God under God's providential care. Why? Because God is for us. Nothing is not against us. He's committed to your good. Always for your good. And you can trust Him in all things. We can take comfort from this tonight. Learn to trust God in all things. God cares for you. He will provide for you. He's there to help you. Remember that. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. Romans 8, 31. If God be for us, who can be against us? This psalm moves the psalmist from himself, from trusting himself to totally trusting God. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. You cannot sing this song of Ascent, one of the songs of Ascent. Unless you are ready to leave everything in yourself and empty yourself, all of yourself, and commit it to God tonight. Some people put their trust in their wealth. Some people put their trust And the resources. Some people put their trust in their family. Some people even put their trust in their church, in their pastor. Some people put their trust in their friends. The psalmist only see God as his help. My help cometh from the Lord. If you haven't surrendered trusting yourself to trusting God, then you are not ready to sing this song. This song. Heavenly Father, thank you for the word of God tonight. Bless the word of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
And God's people say, Amen. Thank you very much, Pastor Ingay, for that wonderful message from the book of Psalms. And at this time, uh, let me read to you all our prayer requests that we have gathered from online sa ang Facebook page and sa ang YouTube. From um, Edlin Chavez Asenas, please pray for Sir Paul Asenas uh, travel this Monday to Korea for God's protection. Please pray for my family for a spiritual growth. Pray for Pastor Ingay and family for God's wisdom, good health, and protection. From being Francisco, please pray for Sir Victor Torricampo for God's healing hand and for successful operation. He is at Davao Doctors Hospital right now for operation. Also, please pray for Pastor Ingay and his family for good health, wisdom, good guidance, and protection always, and to all the missionaries in BBC Missions as well. Please pray also for our sick members, Sir June Batao, for full recovery and good health and strength of Mam Ami and Sister Eloisa Batao. Please pray for Sister Stella Marie Sanson for God's leading in her life, for good health and for provision of her needs. From Mam Aileen Herona Pihano, please pray for uh, Francis Pihano for safe travel. From Sir Johnson de Jesus, please pray for Sir Victor Torricampo. He is still in the operating room, his second operation today, and he is in Davo Doc Doctor Room 2014. From Joseph, uh, Joe Asano, pray for Yuji, Brother Yuji's safe travel back to Davo tomorrow. Please pray for my niece. Sheila and her husband Max for protection and to all the people in California from COVID-19 outbreak almost half of their patients and co-workers were COVID patients or positive brother from Amami Tautho praying, for to the, praying to the Lord that he will bless and protect everyone especially our pastors and their family uh, from Mam Lordes Rimando Pray for my niece, daughter, Casdriana uh, Maliari, for successful operation of her illness. From Army Goal, please pray for Brother Meshach for God's guidance upon him as he shares the gospel to my students via my online class. Please pray for my students for conviction from the Holy Spirit that they will accept Jesus as their Savior. From Amnitz Marasigan and Mamsel uh, Aspiras, please pray for Angel Marasigan for recovery from physical illness and for God's provision of his needs. From Amarmigo and Mamsel Aspiras, please pray for Adonis, Alvin, and Alan June Aspiras for God's guidance and protection in their respective area of responsibilities. From Pastor Inga and Mam Elsie, please pray for our sick people. Brother Victor Torricampo, admitted at Davao Doctor. Brother June Batao, Sister Wella Grace Go, and Brother Franklin Hora. Brother Alan Sebelino in Mati. Pray also for Reverend Artemio Caray, pastor in Bible Baptist Church, Polomolop. Continue to pray for all medical frontliners, government officials, local, both local and national. Safety of each one of our members who needs 
to go out for work and necessities. Pray for the Boris family for comfort in the homegoing of Anna Boris yesterday. Uh, Tiboy, Dean, and Mom El's aunt no, in Bacolod. Uh, also pray for all our senior citizens. Uh, please pray for Brother Ibrahim Abdul for full recovery. Please pray for Sister Tess Dandoy for good health on her pregnancy period. Please pray for Pastor Ingay and all full-time workers and pastors in the field with their families, good health and safety and provisions of needs. Please pray for the remaining three Sundays of 2020 for more harvest and opportunity of souls to be added in God's kingdom. From uh, Hovita Ong, please pray for my daughter, Bambi. Uh, she is in risky pregnancy. From Wilmy Aspiras, please include in prayer Al Stephen and his wife for a negative result for swab test this coming Sunday. And please pray for healing of their pastor in BBC Lupon, how he is positive you know, in COVID-19. So at this time, shall we all stand up please and let us a prayer you know, individually, two to three minutes uh, prayer and then I will close afterwards.
Our Father in heaven, Lord, we come to you tonight. We come humbly into the throne of your grace. We thank you, dear Father, for this opportunity, this wonderful privilege that you have given to each and every one of us that we can come to you, we can lay down all our requests, our supplications, our problems, our needs, our desires. Tonight, dear Father, we pray for the needs of, the, of your people and those prayer requests that were sent online. We're praying ikaw maga tandog sa mga kasing-kasing, sa mga tao, ikaw maga tandog sa mga needs nila gino, according to your will, according to your purpose, and according to your time. We pray, Father, for those members who are requesting you know, for safety and protection for their loved ones who are traveling back home and some of them are traveling outside the Philippines, abroad, praying for Brother Paul Asenas, Brother Yuji Asano, and also praying for Sir Pihano, praying for safety and protection for all of them, Ginong Dios. We are also praying for those who are infected with the COVID-19, some of our loved ones, uh, some of the members um, are requesting to pray for their loved ones who are infected with COVID-19. We pray, dear Father, we understand uh, the risk, we understand uh, the effects of this COVID-19 in our physical body, but not only to our physical body, even so, Lord, some services, some way of life, our daily routine, everything, O oh Lord, has been changed. We pray for healing. We pray for protection even to our uh, medical workers, our medical professionals, our doctors, nurses. We remember them, O oh Lord, in prayer. We pray that you should protect them. We pray that you should guide them. And not only them, O oh Lord, also to their families, nga nagalongkod na makauban nila mga pamilya ilahang ginikanan Lord, we pray that you would meet their physical needs, their emotional needs their spiritual needs at this time we pray also Lord for uh, those ministries na magso winning this week, may it be online or in person, we pray dear Lord for your open door of opportunities for us to share your word and that whether it's online or physical, we pray that uh, mga interruption, that you know you, that you will not allow Satan to disrupt the sharing of the gospel, the sharing of the good news. We pray, dear Father, that as we end this year 2020, it may not be as what we assume for us something na mong ginahandum gino. Eh, tungod ni aging tuig 2019, we look forward for a better 2020, but it seems, O oh Lord, that this pandemic has changed and rewritten our plans. Dear Father, we pray that you would continually guide us. Tonight, the preach of God's Word has reminded us, you know, of your provision, of your power, of your presence, of your divine appointment, your providence, you know, your guidance, that you will always Keep us safe that the steps of a good man are always ordered by the Lord. 
And we know, O Lord, that there is no accident in a Christian life. Always, everything works together for good. We pray that you will continually guide us. And as we look forward for the year 2021, help us to look forward for, with anticipation, with expectation, that you will always do the impossible, you know, that you will always do great and mighty things for thy name's sake. Dear Father, we pray as we go home, pray for safety and protection to be upon us. Praying for your protection for each and every one of us from COVID-19 and even to our families who are working outside. Uh, and we are always exposed, you know, sa virus or whatever it is. We just praying ikaw mag uh, cover sa mong dugo sa muaginong Diyos. Protect us, keep us safe as only you can. We pray for those who are in the hospital right now, na uh, mga balatian, meet their needs. And our missionaries in the field, our pastor, our full-time workers of this church, we are praying na ikaw mag-meet sa ilahang mga tanan ng mga needs. We know the struggles of our missionaries in the field right now. And ang economy sa Pilipinas, nag-collapse, nag-hinay, and wish we are also we understand also ang ang needs financially sa mga missionaries namo sa field we pray dear father nga ikaw magasupply ni ini tanan and we see your provision na wala ka nagpalyag ino you have constantly and faithfully supplied all our needs so we continue to pray ginoon dios we don't know when this pandemic will last but we trust that you will keep us safe, you will protect us, you will guide us, you will provide all our needs. Be with us, O Lord, guide and direct our lives. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you very much for watching and may God bless you. And to all our live uh, viewers, see you this coming Sunday.